Hello and welcome back to another episode of Pick It Into It podcast with Nana and Esther. Oh, your mind just went. <laughs> you, forgot, you forgot our names. Yes. <laughs> I didn't know who I was for a second. I was like, who am I? Who am I? What's my name? Oh, gosh. Hi, guys. Welcome to another episode. Um, yeah, this is part two. Yes, part two. Of why did I get married? Why Why did I get married? And so in this episode, we'll talk about Mike and Sheila and also bring Troy and Trina, of course, in there. And um, just the rest of them, Terry and Diane. So let's start with Terry and Diane because there's a lot for Mike and Sheila. So Terry and Diane, Terry and Diane oh, yeah. are, that's Tyler Perry's character. Terry and Diane um, are the first couple introduced um, that Janet, well, Janet, and what's her name? Patricia introduced. And she says they're good at communication. And that's really ironic. Because <laughs> <laughs> it's very ironic because we, share, we know from the jump that they're not good at com- communication. Just to honestly, see their jobs. Honestly, mm. what's her name? Priscilla, I've got her name. She was um, just Patricia. a load of crap. She was just <sighs> exaggerating to make her friends look good, to make herself look good. She is yeah. She is queen of exaggeration. Mm-hmm. Are they good at communicating? No. Do they look Absolutely each other in the eyes? Absolutely not. No. Do they even look each other in the eyes for them to be good no. at communicating? Mm. <laughs> okay. So, yeah. Um, Terry um, and Diane. So, Terry's a pediatrician. That's what, like, job with person. Terry's a pediatrician. Yeah, with, with his, his own, own private, private practice. Practice. So that means she's a boss. Mm-hmm. And Diane's a litigator. Um, she is. She's partner. partner as well. Yeah, she's partner. And so their first kind of argument, or they say argument slash debate. He calls it a my argument. She calls it a debate. Um, and she is that she works too much. Um, that's what Terry says that she works too much. Um, and yeah, I don't know. What do you, what do you think about their first opening scene? Because it's clear that Terry had an issue with her working too much, and then said, "This weekend, can it just be about us?" You know, and not I mean, work. I see both sides. You know, I know that you know some jobs do not end when you go home, and her job is one of them. You know, mm. um, with because he, he's a doctor, a pediatrician. Um, when he goes home, there's no patients in his, in his living room. I'm sure, you know, there'll be times when he's on call and, you know, he's out and about or in his house, but he's still on call. So he's still working technically and he could be called to work immediately. You know, and he's not the moment. only one that's working as well. Yeah. And he's the boss as well. So he can pick and choose when, what time he works. He Basically, he can get the best shifts ever and no one can say nothing mm. because they work for him. Whereas she is, even though she's partner, she was made partner. You know, she did not found the company, find the company. She, you know, basically works her way up. So she has to work hard, you know, all the way to get to make partner. And, you know, all that hard work doesn't go out the window as soon as you become partner. It's like you still have to work hard. So I see I see where he's coming from a little bit, where, you know, you are on holiday, you know, and, you know, when you're on vacation, it should be vacation. You should make it, you should sort it out to a point where, you know, if, if that means working, you know, late nights the whole week before the vacation in order to get everything done so that when you're on vacation, you're truly on vacation, then you need to do so. Because it is unfair to be on vacation with your husband mm. who misses you dearly, you know, emotionally and sexually too, because she hasn't slept with him for three months. And you, the whole time you're working, it's not fair. It's not fair to the relationship. But I also get that the case that she's working on is pretty intense and does need her attention, but it it mm. shouldn't compromise, you know, I mean, it shouldn't come to the point where her marriage is suffering. The attention, yeah, the attention she gives to her work shouldn't be to the point where her marriage is suffering and her marriage is suffering. Mm. He He didn't, the thing is, he didn't communicate it to her that the real, the real true meaning. That's what I say. Mean, like he's saying you spend too much time in your work, but what he's really saying is 
I miss spending time with you. Um, you, yeah. I want more time with you. And and that's what he didn't communicate well. Rather, he was more controlling about it. And, you know, quite, would you say misogynistic? Yeah. Maybe. Yeah. And in, in how he's like, you know, your priorities are not straight. And it brings up the whole idea that women, career women can't have it all. They can't, you can't have the career and have the children and have the husband. You have to compromise and sacrifice that in order to be a, a good wife, in order to be a good woman. And that's why I'm kind of torn with um that because um I, I, I do believe that women can have a career and still have a family, but it was just that, you know, it, it felt like Terry was like, you know, you know, you're not being a good mother. You're not being in the right place. Like, I expect you to be, you know, at home all the time. Almost. I do feel like he was threatened. Um, Like she mentioned, he is a bit threatened by that. But also, as I said, he owns his practice. Therefore, he has the privilege to have less hours than her. Um, whereas she, and think about it, as a black woman, she has to work so hard um, mm-hmm. to put her to get her place and status in the workplace, and, and the fact she that finally she got has that, that far. The fact, yeah, the fact that she got her that far, and, she, and she, I'm sure she's still running to to keep up with her counterparts and her peers. Whereas you already have that privilege as as a male. Yes, you're a black man, which makes it different, but you own your practice, and so that in itself, you have you're the your privilege. Yeah, you own she boss, still has whereas a boss. She has a boss. She's working under someone. And that understanding wasn't there. And I wonder if he's, well, he is very dismissive of her career in that, you know, it's clearly something she's passionate about. Yeah. Yes, it shouldn't. I agree that, you know, um, her child is a priority. Um, and I don't know, for me, my children come before work. I don't know if it's the case for Diane, um, but that's another story. But you know it's not I, I was kind of huh it's not it's not yeah um I was kind of torn between that it's like I feel like women of course we should have that quality in work but at the same time um you know yeah if you have a family if you have a, a child that child is looking to you to to be there for them and it's not a part-time being a parent is not part-time it's like you know it's a full-time job and I don't know That's I think she's doing her daughter a commitment yeah she's doing her daughter disservice one thing that she even said is that you know I compromised I love my daughter I I compromised with her huh (laughs) imagine if your daughter heard that imagine if if that if you heard your you know mom say that you know I compromised with Esther like excuse me that's a bit hurtful it's kind of saying that I didn't want her but I still had her yeah Mm. (laughs) it's kind of deep but I feel like with how it started it it did make me kind of be on her side a little bit because mm. of how controlling he was and the fact that he, he wasn't he saying what he meant he wasn't yeah. saying what he meant he wasn't saying I miss you you know I love mm. you I want to spend time with you you know I haven't you know spoken to you or connected with you in however long it was just it was it was all about I haven't had sex in three months I need to not mm. this month this week weekend mm. why you always on a phone <laughs> And it's like because he wasn't And is I don't know, did he grab her phone there? Or was that later on? No, it was later on. Oh, okay. Yeah. And so I think because he wasn't communicating what he meant, it it made it hard for me to understand where he was coming from. And then mm. I guess moving on to, you know, the the bedroom scene when they're in bed together and they find out some not devastating news, but like their friend ended up taking a plane, you know, instead of no, if their friend ended up driving instead of taking a plane with her husband, and so she's upset that her friend hasn't come, you know, come made it there yet, and she uses it as an excuse to not sleep with her husband. And personally, I would say mm. to Nana, Nana, I love you, girl. And if you are driving all night, and I'm, I'm gonna be worried, but I'm gonna get this pee <laughs> over here, and then when I'm done, I'm gonna call you again. You know, picking up, I'm gonna come back and get some more pee. Then I'm gonna, I'm gonna come back again. Like I can multitask. I can be worried for you and get that peen. So to me, that excuse was BS because you know it wasn't good. It's not like your friend was dead. She wasn't dead. She was just late, you know. And 
so uh, to me, just I, I, I called her. I just knew it was BS. She was, she was, she just didn't want to sleep with him. I didn't but know we why. We find though. out, we find out why she's lying about it. And yeah. obviously, he's pissed. Um, but even before that bed scene, yeah, even before that bed scene is the other bed scene when they obviously they, I think they're the first to arrive. No, that's the, that's and, the first one. Um, her phone. No, no, no. Oh, her phone yeah, rings. Yeah, remember, yeah, yeah. her phone rings, and Monica, who's, I'm assuming, is her boss. She and then he answers. He takes her phone and answers while she's sleeping. And he says, um, do me a favor, Monica, don't call this weekend. And and he he says, um, and I understand that. You, I'm telling you. I'm telling you, because I'm I'm the man. Sorry, here. do you pay my bills? Do and you I'll pay put my foot down? Do you pay my <laughs> annual saying, my annual bills? <laughs> do you do that? Do you send me the check annually, sir? For you to be telling I, I who who even knows who that was? Her boss, her assistant, who knows? Mm. Saying that. <clears throat> moving mad yeah only to find out yeah that she is defending a 16 year old on trial for capital punishment and that's a life or death situation capital murder capital yeah um capital murder um yeah kind of capital punishment no but they said capital murder i'm pretty sure no it's it's as in he's on like if he doesn't win this he he's gonna get the chair oh yeah um and so that is life or death. And <laughs> no, but who knows? It like she's defending him, so I'm assuming he didn't do it and he's 16. He's a 16 I mean, year old. She, she I, does I don't work agree in a with... successful law firm, so he had good average friends. Who knows? But just that is a serious case though. Yeah. That takes more than just office hours. And that would be on if I was a lawyer, that would be on my brain a lot of the time the fact that my life is life is essentially in my hands as a lawyer um and instead of them to have a conversation about that it's like okay you spend why is it that you know you spend a lot of hours at work why is it that is there anything that's bothering you that you know is he could have asked those, from yeah and anything you're uh, yeah he could have asked those questions but no and that you know what that takes is an emotional intelligence that takes yeah it takes that to ask the real questions, like what are you running from? Because if he if he started with that, the whole movie, in terms of their issues, it would have been done. They would have had the conversation. Probably but no, been. they didn't have that emotional intelligence to it be really like longed it out for no reason. No reason. And that's emotional intelligence is so essential because it helps it helps you communicate to someone and realize that, okay, this person, I haven't seen them at home for a while. Or they're acting different, like because you know we said it's three months. So before the three months, they must have been having sex regularly. So there was a change there. And instead of him to ask the right questions, he's being controlling. Yeah, what happened? What happened? And they didn't have that conversation. I was just going to ask you as well because I was going to ask you that they obviously they all met in college, but do you think they had a conversation about children before they got married? I don't think so because she says she compromised on children so clearly she didn't want them and he wanted them and she probably didn't want to lose him or you know yeah she probably want to lose him she thought okay I'll just give him one and the fact that and the fact that it was funny how like you know see when what's his name Terry and what's his name Gavin were Mm -hmm. talking they were like oh you said you're gonna have this many kids four kids or something like that it, it felt it felt like he said he's gonna have that many kids but did she ever say that and she was gonna have that many say, kids? yeah the fact that she says she's gonna compromise on one just let me know that did she even want kids Do to you have you listened to her the whole relationship terry yeah like she probably yeah. like the fact that she compromised on one like she loves her daughter but she never really wanted her she didn't i don't think she wanted any kids and he kind of forced her to have it, and the fact that he was so un- he was so unforgiving when it when it came to making more babies, very much like this is happening. You're gonna have my babies, and that's that on that. And I think you know, yeah. I think in a marriage, yeah, she was very discuss, resistant to that. Yeah, in a marriage, we can we can discuss whether or not to have kids, but the final say comes from me because I'm the one that's gonna be doing the nine months doing the carrying, the back pain, the morning sickness, the pushing, the pain, everything. I'm going to be mm. the one doing that, carrying your child so I get a final say. We can have a discussion, a back and forth, but I get that if I say no, then it's a no. Because you're not going to be the one carrying mm. the baby. You know what? If you can carry the baby, let's do it. You can. We can do it if you're going to be the one with the yeah. pregnant belly. But if 
if you're not then use the hush gums and that's just how I see it same with you know mm. same with I don't want to bring up abortion but you know I think a woman with abortion if a woman chooses to I don't agree with abortion but if a woman chooses to you know do that to take that step it should be her choice you know it should be something she wants to do because abortion is not is not an easy thing and it is it's something that can affect her health something that can affect you know her fertility uh even her mental state so it should be her final final say you know the guy can have his opinions but if she wants to do it you know she should have the choice to do it because she's the one just doing doing the heavy lifting guys all they do is they just take a, a deep breath and that's all Depo- they deposit into the bank <laughs> yes yes all they do deposit in the bank and that's it and it's like it's a bit unfair and sure yeah it's your baby too but you're not the one carrying it so it's not the same it's not the same it was very much like my way or the highway i think yeah i think D- diane um yeah, oh yeah terry asked diane at the end that he asked do you even want to be married and generally i generally think that maybe marriage wasn't for she she wasn't ready for marriage i don't know if she was actually ready for marriage and i'm wondering terry's controlling self whether he coerced her into the marriage in the first place mm. of course just everyone like he has a child autonomy. into her belly yeah <laughs> just <laughs> like and he's trying know. to coerce another one into i think the fact that you know how unmoving he is she ended up getting her tubes tied without telling him and yeah, that Mike, Mike, our favorite guy, mm, reveals reveal. at the table. Yeah. And I think even though that is that is a pretty that's a betrayal in my eyes. Like, yeah, that's a betrayal. I think that's you know, a, to me that's enough to leave. Yeah. <laughs> that's really? enough to leave. Yeah. Mm. If if my man got snipped, if you, no, we already had a child with him. If we already had a child, and I wanted another child, yeah, and he got snipped without me knowing. Yeah, I we I think we would have to separate. I don't know about divorce. Really? I'm not, yeah, well, yeah, that's that's Damn. that's a big deal. That's a really big deal. Yeah, I want ten kids, so it's like imagine if we just stop at two, and he's like, "No, it's alright." No, but like, see, no, but every surgery is has a potential life threat. Every surgery, mm. and let's just see. Let's see on those terms. He had a major surgery. She, yeah. She so she had a major surgery, and she didn't tell her husband, regardless of what the surgery is, and he had to find out. The way he had to find out, someone else, was from someone else. That that is so many. The betrayal is deep. Um, is so but beyond hurtful, heartbreaking. Um, the thing is with her I, I understand I do Terry is very controlling I do get that nature because even when she wanted to talk about um she wanted to talk about the fact that he hung up on Monica um and she was he like can we talk about give her the, he said the he room. said no <laughs> and I said no. no she said she said let's go to the other room to talk about it and he said no hmm. <laughs> Uh, both the language that they use is very like leadership ish. Mm. You know, she says, Leader, "What do you mean leadership ish?" I don't know what the word is. I don't know what the word is, but she's very much assertive? like let's go, and he's like, "No, assertive." Yeah, okay, I was, uh, yeah, they're both very assertive. I mean, she has to be assertive in order to be the type of woman you know in in the work sector that she is. But I think I was thinking, you know, maybe you know to to you know put myself in her position with the way Terry is, how unmoving he is in his values and what he wants. You know, did that did she feel like that was the only way you know, she can get him to leave her alone about having a child? Probably. I mean I'm not saying it's right and you know it definitely should have been something she discussed with him first. She should have had the courage mm. to speak to her husband about, you know, whether or not she wants to have children more children. Because at the end of the day, that's you know sh- that's supposed to be your husband, and you're supposed to be comfortable with him. I mean, what's the worst he can do? You know, if this is a healthy relationship, I mean, what's the worst he can do? Shout at you, yeah. you get mad, you know. But if it's you know, obviously, I'm not talking about unhealthy relationships over here. We're talking about healthy ones. The worst he can do is make you feel bad about mm-hmm. it. But it's like she just took the decision mm-hmm. away from him. I kind of the way he took the decision away from her in a way, like he was like, "We're having kids." And she was like, no. <laughs> Just like when she asked him well, to talk this, and this he said tip, no. This tit for tat is, is not, not healthy. 
yeah, it's yeah. not. This, and it's, it's, it's not so funny how and even you... I was gonna say it's, it's so funny how what's the no, name said that they're such good communicators. <sighs> yeah, even um even the the fact that oh we did, we forgot what Terry did and so it revealed that Terry as well got a DNA test for their daughter <gasps> because oh, yeah. she was spending so much time at work. Gaiden was spending so much time at work he wasn't sure if that if the child was was his. And um, even both of them are just, hmm. and then like Diane, I found this bit quite funny. With like, um, Diane was like, you know, almost like playing a practical, not practical joke, not really a practical. And he was joke, like, but. okay, so is is like, why should I be worried that she's not mine? It's like, uh, what was she? You know, she was like, what was the results? And it's like, uh, she was mine, obviously. Ooh, why? She was like, like oh, she was wow. yours. She was yours. It's a surprise. <laughs> Oh wow! Wonder of wonders. <laughs> <laughs> and he was like, "Was that?" He's like, "What's that supposed to mean?" And she left. And it, she left that at that. Left at that. But really, what yeah. she was saying is, "Let curiosity kill you." That's what she mm. was saying. Because let's be real. That's that's another betrayal to go behind my back and do a DNA test on our child. It kind of shows that you know, for all these years, he they've just had this you know distrust or this, these problems in their relationship because if he had to do a DNA test then it, it's a deep read he did not trust her even before they had children mm. they had problems yeah, even she... before then mm. but they're acting like and they're I think okay. mm. another part of their relationship huh? she comes she she forgets his birthday and then she I comes home say, to find that I just want to say quickly if I thought my husband was cheating on me I would, I would ask first. Are you cheating on me? Because I want to know. And this is a test, because if he tells me no, and I find out that he is, he will never hear <laughs> from me again in life. He will never hear from me, my mum, my brother. I don't want to hear from him. His mum, his brother, his dog, his cat, his neighbour. I don't want to hear wow. from him ever again in life. I would ask. Wow. And I think is I, I trust in people wholeheartedly. So if he tells me no, then I'm going to believe him until he gives me a reason not to. But for him to, I would never sit in it because that does worse for our relationship. And I would discuss mm. with him why I, I felt like he was cheating on me. I felt like he was cheating on me because you weren't giving me attention no more. Da, 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 you didn't want to sleep with me. Da, 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 da. So we can work through why the hell you decided to not give me what I needed to feel secure. But he mm. just kept that to himself, which made it worse. Mm. But anyways, carry on. What you're saying? Yeah, I was just I was just saying she forgot his birthday. And then she comes home and um, he's there with another woman, um, someone he works with. And she was like, "You cheating on me?" Um, he's like, "Who's this? Who's this woman? Essentially, you cheating on me?" He gets. I mean, they argue. They walk up the stairs she, when she leaves, and they walk up the stairs, and their child is there. And you know, you weren't here for her recital. This is the woman that's been coming to her, her, her school practices. Her this this basically like a temporary mum or surrogate mum. He says that he wants a divorce. They argue. And he says that he wants a divorce. And he leaves. And I just... The thing is... I I don't like how Diane, he left. At this point... Yeah. To me, I yeah. How he left... Well, it just smelled of cow manure. Because if you're saying that she's not there for her child... Yeah. she She's not there for him. His child doesn't know her. Know her why are you leaving your child with her? Mm. You're her father. But Diana, at this, at this point, she really annoyed me because before we, we never saw the child. Yeah. We never introduced to the child because the children are not important, essentially, in this movie. And now seeing the child, it makes everything different. Like, because it puts a, a, a name behind the, the face, behind the name. Yeah. Yes. Seeing, seeing the child and I'll just put myself in that position of like you're a mother regardless of whether you're a career woman you're a mother and not showing up to your child's recitals not your mom not being there that's gonna stick with the child as she grows up like she's gonna remember that um 
that my mum never made it to this and feeling like feeling like I don't know that you you have no one to support you feeling like yes the dad's there but your mum is you know I guess I guess the relationship a a daughter has with her mum that's a significant of course dad relation relationship with dad has with a daughter is significant too with their parents in general is significant but she's gonna she's gonna remember that um as a child as she grows what do you think um I agree I I I don't know I think you know kids don't understand that mommy has to work you know Mm. and especially if like they're they're not struggling financially I think kids more I feel like kids that are broke that in the working class understand when they when their moms work more because it's like oh we need money so we can eat so they get that whereas they're Mm. kind of well off you know live in a nice neighborhood nice big house so she, I don't think she she's more likely to get it because like why is mommy always away, and I don't know I think the same Diane with Diane you know I I don't want to say forget your husband but in a way yeah forget your husband you still have a child you know mm. and you have responsibilities as a mother and if you're not fulfilling fulfilling them as you know for your child then you're low down and dirty because. Mm-hmm. Sure, you have problems with your husband. You can divorce your husband. You can't divorce your child. Mm. And you have no one to blame for yourself if you don't have a relationship with a child. Or if a child doesn't see you as someone who's ever been there for you. That's your mm. fault. Yeah. Unless you're kidnapped, you have no excuse. And, yeah, let's at the end of the, I guess, it, it's again, like with Angela it's made that um it's all essentially her fault um Diane's yeah. fault and she has to kind of atone for the issues in their relationship and she goes to him while he's there with the woman that he was with there before and she's like I'm sorry um I want this marriage to work and he pray he, he makes a joke with her that really isn't funny I, I like I was so unimpressed <laughs> that it is a very disgusting joke um and then he was like to her, also, were you lying when you said you stepped out? Or were you, when you said that? No, oh. he said, no, she said, I'll do anything to be in, a, in this relationship, to make this relationship work. And yeah. he was like, okay, then, um, how about I've slept with her and she's pregnant with my baby? How about now? You still with, make twins. It work? with twins. She's pregnant with twins. You still gonna make it work? And she was like, yeah, we can make it work. And I, I really did not like that scene because, one, he, mm. he allowed, he, this was supposed to be a private conversation between you and, your, you and your wife. Are you allowed another woman to bear witness to your problems? And mm-hmm. it was it was almost a little bit humiliating. Like he was giving her the third degree in front of another woman, and it was mm-hmm. almost like I don't know, chastising her in front of like like the class or something. I don't know, you know, when a teacher chastises you in front of you know everyone, it felt like that, and it was even more like oh, you need to prove yourself to me, prove, you know, prove that you do anything for me. And it almost, the, the fact that he made that joke and he was happy that she would be with him even if he cheated on her and had a child is disgusting. Like, I wouldn't, if I ended up, you know, cheating on a, on a guy and getting pregnant with, his, with another guy's child, I'd feel weird that he's still with me. Like, why are you with me? Like, I done you dirty. I even have a child on the mm-hmm. way. Like, have some respect for yourself. And the fact that you want you someone you love, you'd want them to accept the bare minimum is just it's just wrong as hell. And it always made me feel like, you know, now that he he knows that she'd stay with him even if he cheated on her and had, you know, a baby on her, two babies on her, that she'd stay, it kind of feels like, is he gonna cheat in the future now? It feels like he almost like got confirmation hmm. to be able to do this now that he knows she's not gonna leave. I don't know, that's hmm. that's a vibe I got. <laughs> any last words yeah that that was that their their relationship is is a mess i had, i don't know for them i really don't know for them i did not um, enjoy the last the uh, happy ending the happy ending didn't feel very happy happy ending oh, where oh, oh, right. so you ready for this for to for this mike <laughs> and I don't sheila know mike. he's michael to me we don't do nicknames over here ah okay so mike and sheila hmm we're also going to talk about Troy and, and, and Trina as well. But Mike... Mike from the get-go, from the first scene, 
it's there on a plane and you know he's supposed to be sitting next to his wife but he tells his wife to sit on her own so he can sit, mm-hmm. sit with his mistress, the friend that's mm-hmm. going on vacation, and that's Keep just the a confidence rare... though to bring huh? your mid- mistress oh, yeah. to come see your college friends. Yeah, like on vacation mm-hmm. that's supposed to be with your wife. Yeah, disrespect. But immediately mm-hmm. from the get go, it, it was disrespectful. The fact that he was like, "Oh, she's big," like just making fun of her weight. You know, saying he mm-hmm. was want to sit next to his wife, and then when his wife gets kicked off the plane because she's too big, he just like, "Oh, she'd be all right on her own." He just he just allows her to go, and as a husband, you're supposed to defend me he and gives stand her, by me. Yeah, he gives her money to drive there, like, and the whole time he consoles Trina, and not her, who's been insulted, embarrassed on this plane. Um, In front of everyone. But yeah, continue. Yeah, I, and I don't know. I just think from the, I just got bad vibes from Mike from the get go. And I just, I was just praying for his downfall from the very beginning. Just the fact oh, that, <laughs> well, he's not a real character, a real person. So I can pray for his downfall. He's a movie character. So I can do mm. that. Uh, but I just, it just, because I feel like, you know, for me, if you start to get disrespectful to the point where you are insulting how I look, that's just below, below, below the belt. And I can't respect anyone who would come for someone's look. You know, yeah, sure, you can be like, oh, she's so rude and she stinks. I mean, because she doesn't bath, she refuses to bath. Then sure. I mean, it's a bit, it's deep, but if it's true, then it's fine. But it's like coming for her weight. Who asked you to marry me? I'd really like to know if she was like this from the very beginning. Who asked you to marry Mm -hmm. me if you don't like my weight? Who asked you to stay with me? Who asked you to humiliate me because of my weight? And then she ends up driving on her own. And even though she was driving in the snow, which is dangerous, by the way. Do you know how many people die driving in the snow? But he allowed her to go on her own while he, he went care. with the mistress on a comfortable plane. And he, he says, I said, I said, he doesn't care. And I was, I was saying as well that um, while Sheila's in the plane, she she prays and she's like, um, she's like, Jesus, make it all work. Make it all right. And... Um, I'm going up the mountain to save her marriage. And she's going, and I say she's going up the mountain to save her marriage, but he's not with her going up the mountain. You can't be going up the mountain by yourself. Marriage is a partnership and you can't be the only one going up the mountain, making the work. He's not, he's, he's bowed out as far as I'm concerned. And um, if we look at it, God, she prays to God for help. What I like about Sheila is that um, it's clear that she has, she's, she's, or um has faith and she believes in god um yeah, but something like... that something that he ridicules mike ridicules um at the start which i don't like um but in terms of the outcome for sheila i feel like god answered her prayers um but not in the way she expected but yeah continue maybe i think um what's her name sheila, sheila? i think Sh- sheila idolized the marriage um, yeah. I think even though yeah, sure, she's a Christian and she believes in God, the idolatry of marriage is more important in my in her eyes. And I say that because, you know, she's very title based. My husband, wife, husband, wife. She uses that a lot. This is my husband. Mm-hmm. You know, she she she's very proud of it, even though he treats her like crap. And she she sees, you know, all, all I have to do in order to fix my marriage is lose weight. And it's like, why are you lying to yourself? And I think it was funny how when, I guess, her marriage was over, she said she couldn't pray. And then as soon as she got into a new relationship or the potential of a new relationship, suddenly God is good, da 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 Before, where was God? Were you singing and praying? I wanted to be near God when you were going for your divorce. No, I mean, I understand. You probably blame God a little bit. Well, God, why did you bring me here? But it, it made me feel like, kind of see how she idolized marriage even more. Like, did you see that? I hear that. Um, but I also want to think think about how um, the Christian, as Christians, we kind of idolize, well, in a sense, how we put marriage on this kind of pedestal. Um of course, marriage is a gift from God and it's something that God has created. But in terms of, I like, 
marriage is going to be wonderful. It's going to be all roses. It's going to be all smiles. It's going to be this. So I think she had in her head this perfect idea of marriage, which is why she wasn't willing to bow out when clearly the signs were saying this is not a healthy marriage. But because of she's put, yeah, on the, uh, the pedestal of the perfect marriage that you have to stay. And also maybe think about how um, the church, well, you know, looks at divorce as well. I mean, God is not for divorce at all. Um, but well, like, church, because of... I will say the church definitely shames women more than men. You yeah. Know, when it like comes women to that are divorcees, it's kind of like, oh, you're tainted. Yeah. Like, you, know, you know the jokes... You know, when women have been married more than once, it's just like, oh, another wedding. You know, they make jokes about that. Whereas men are allowed to start over. Even when they have kids in their past relationships, they're allowed to start over. And they're not, you know, they don't have to carry the burdens of their past. Whereas with women, it's kind of like, ooh, oh, mm. you were married before? But even mm. if we're looking at it biblically, you know, he he cheated. So therefore, yep. God is, like I said, God is not for divorce. But he says in terms of adultery, that is when it's 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 seen as as acceptable and so because of yeah but I think she was in deep denial because she wanted it to work she wanted it to be good no I think she just wanted the marriage I don't know if she necessarily did she love him I don't know she I mm, because is this love is this love I think a part of her her did but you know maybe it was because maybe she because of her own insecurity she probably she never thought anyone like, else would ever want her. And that's why she's Exactly, there. exactly. And so she wants it to work. And she's like, she, that's why she's always like, what can I do? What can I do to make this better? <laughs> what can I do to make this marriage better? Because she's operating. He's he's ridiculed her so much that she's in a place where she she doesn't feel valued. She doesn't feel her worth. And she is saying, you know, what can I do to make this work? When realizing that, this guy doesn't respect you. He doesn't value you at all. You know, he's walking on you like a doormat. He's he's allowing you to be in life-threatening positions. Um, but yeah, as as she's on this road to go meet the friends, she meets Troy, the sheriff. Mm-hmm. Um, he was kind to her from the very <laughs> beginning. Yeah. And I think he was a gentleman, he was kind, he everything that Mike wasn't. Mm. Um Yeah, you were saying. And I I do I will say I like how you know you know you, you know with these mammy characters where they're overweight and nobody mm. wants them usually they settle for like men who are kind of like you know not that great either but because mm. they're gonna put up this with is all her they can get essentially they don't because they don't they don't like completely hate her weight you know then it's like oh they're the perfect match you know uh, whereas with with Troy he didn't you know he actually cared about her he liked her he he liked things about her and so it felt like more real because he liked her for her whereas with these mammy tropes mm. like it's almost like the guys they're not the guys aren't that great either and it's just mm. she, she has to settle and i like how she didn't have to settle with troy you know um and i think just to talk about mike and his <laughs> I just want to talk about how, you know, when all the guys get together and, you know, Mike's basically said, yeah, I'm hitting, I'm hitting that. What's her name? The mistress. Trina. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I'm hitting the mistress that I brought on a trip with my wife. Yeah. I'm hitting that. I know like, mm. oh, you know, oh, you shouldn't be doing that. But da, 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 da. you know, how is that? Da, da, da. You know, like fake, fake, you know, fake out, not outrage, but fake, you know, what's the word? Wait, what's the word? Yeah, outrage, you're right, yeah. Yeah, fake outrage, where it's like, oh, you shouldn't do that, but how's the sex? Da, da, da. I mean, sure, I would ask that question, but, you know, I they weren't really saying anything. They weren't chastising him. They weren't saying, okay, you need to put a stop to this. They, it was just very much, oh, okay, if that's how it is, that's how it is, you know. And he said one thing that I found quite interesting. He said, he said to the guys, when they were discussing their own problems in their own marriages, he was like, you know, don't blame me because you guys can't handle your women. And I found I found that quite interesting, especially, you know, with the definition of handle. Handle means to feel or manipulate. Mm. Handle means um mm. I can't read my handwriting. To manage a situation or problem. Handle is manipulate, handle, 
oh sorry <laughs> manipulate manage feel you know for a problem or situation and the fact that he said that you guys it's not my fault you guys don't know how to handle your wife and what does handling your wife look like destroying her self-esteem yeah bullying her emotionally bullying her mm. physically with her weight he's very he mocks her the whole time yeah it's bullying that's what it is it's, it's definitely mocks bullying. Her is that what your definition of of yeah. handling is of crushing her to the point where she's reliant on you to the point where she doesn't even have love for herself and the only person she can love that's not love you. yeah the only person that she can mm. you know love is you so to the point where she doesn't even want to look outside because she doesn't be- believe she's worthy of anyone else but you is that what your mm. definition of handle means and it was i just found that to be so mm. like gross that he said that mm. and i just i just wanted to quote some things that mike said because he said some wild things but he says like y'all know she's fat as hell yeah oh my god he said that when in front of all of them um and he also says, what your wife don't know won't hurt her. Um, and then he also okay, said, what your husband don't married. know won't hurt him. Mm. And he said, you'll be married What your husband years. don't know won't hurt you. You'll be marrying 10 years. I really wish, I, sorry to interrupt again, Nana. I really wish <sighs> the way guys dish it out, women give it right back. With my husband, he knows that if, if you can say to my face what my wife don't know won't hurt her, be ready for me to do that back to you. In, times three anyways <laughs> what your wife don't know when her um your guys been married for 10 years and haven't cheated once um you're gay and he basically insinuates that they're gay no he said you're gay <laughs> he said you're gay because yeah. you haven't cheated on your wife in 20 years exactly in mm. fact the fact that you need sexual um uh, what's the word validation ah the fact that you need sexual validation from other women to prove that you're not gay makes me feel like you're gay. Because if you're comfortable in your sexuality, you don't need to sleep with people to know what your sexuality is. To me, the way mm. Michael's talking, you probably closet it gay. Just for that. Just the fact that he brought <laughs> up gay. And it's really weird how in the black community, like the word gay is such a weapon. Like, if you're called gay, it's like, oh, mm. oh, you, you don't show your wife, you're gay. I was like, oh, my God, I don't want to be called gay. What do I do? I can't even sleep with a woman, so I'm not yeah. called gay. You have a wife at home. Why mm. do you need to sleep with another woman and so that you're not called gay? That doesn't make any sense. So, Mike, you're mm. gay. It's you that is gay. <sighs> wow. Um, I just want to talk about Trina briefly. Oh, God, this this woman. Um. I think she she's she's definition of fake friend because Obviously. she tries to make it seems like she's there to support Sheila. Like at the beginning, like she was like, you know, went like kind of defensive when Mike told her to to drive, um, but yet she still sleeps with him. Um, and she takes she takes Patricia to the shop, and she's like, "Oh, Mike will love you in this." Knowing that she's sleeping with Mike, yeah, mm-hmm. Mike will love you in this. Or oh, get this outfit, yeah. And when Sheila wears the outfit that Trina picked out, I'm assuming, Mike laughs, like, like seriously laughs at her. And mocks and her. And mocks her. Yeah. He said, um, that- she looks like the cow jumped over the moon. He yeah. Said, and he says, he said, she Trina, like she, Trina said, you'll like it. And he was like, Trina lied. And then he's burst out laughing. This guy is scum. <laughs> Mike is, is scum. Um, the definition. Yeah of scum um and yeah i don't want to spend too much time talking about trina because you know she's a fake she's not even a friend she's just fake and it's like Mm. if you're gonna be my like the mistress like do with your chest like don't be hiding it like pretending Mm. to be my friend and like trying to go shopping with me and pick out outfits with me just just do it to my face like i i just prefer that over you pretending to be my friend and it feels like Mm. she never really cared about her to begin with if that's how yeah. she was acting. The fact that she just didn't really care when she saw her later on when they broke up and she was still with Mike. And she just didn't care. She was just like, mm-hmm. oh, hey. And it's kind of like, who even, who gave you the right to say hello to me? Don't say hello to me. <sighs> the whole time, as yeah, the whole time as well. One thing, um, speaking of fake, um, the girls in the movie, minus Angela, 
are not good friends because yeah. Angela saw him creep into um, Trina's room and she was ready to tell her. She was ready. But the yeah, girls as soon as like, she oh, saw her. It's not the right time. Oh, you can't tell her. Oh, like, excuse they were talking me. About, they were talking about, oh, how do you know she wants to know? She's too fragile. Like, she's going to get depressed. Da, da, da. Like, what does that even mean? Depressed now or depressed a month from now? Later, depressed yeah. Depressed depressed. What is it? Mm. It doesn't matter. Like, like how? And the fact is, everyone knew but her. All the boys knew her. that he's cheated. All the girls knew that yeah. she's cheated and everyone knows but her and that's even more humiliating to be surrounded by people who are supposed to be your friends people who are supposed to love you friends as, mm-hmm. as, as a sister you know and they just they just sit in front row to your humiliation with your husband mm-hmm. and his, his and his mistress who you thought was your friend sitting across the table from you it's just even worse. And what they did hmm. to her was so dirty. Angela is the only real one out of all of them. The only real friend out of all of them. The rest of them are yeah. fake. To me, I couldn't... I don't Angela's know, the I one who told friends. her in the end. Yeah, Angela's the one I even told her in the end. Whereas the other ones were like, oh, Angela... They even tried to discourage her when she was opening her mouth. They're trying to stop her from selling her. Like, how dare you? Mm-hmm. Why would you keep that secret? So you'd be okay with this type of humiliation where everyone knows that your man is creeping but you. Mm okay with that mm. and it's it's that it's angela's out in it that that triggers mike to reveal everyone's secrets but my favorite bit of the film is when <laughs> sheila grabs the bottle he's about oh he's like i'm divorcing you you can keep the car you can keep the house um but i'm leaving with trina and he stands up and hey sheila she grabs the bottle the Champagne bottle, <laughs> wine bottle. She smashes she it said. on my guy's head. <laughs> I was, yeah, I, was I don't know. It just felt, it felt so satisfying because if you watch the way Mike was the whole time, like he was a scumbag. Yeah. Um. What you know? You know what's Mike, funny? He says she can keep the house because he knew like she doesn't pay for the house because we found out that, that he he took all her money. Yeah, I'm just saying. Like he said, he can pay keep the house because he knew that it was a terrible. In a terrible neighborhood, and it was a small apartment, and you can yeah. keep the car. It's probably a terrible car too. No, he said you can keep your car. Did you hear oh. them? He said you can oh, keep yeah. your but car. Meanwhile, meanwhile, what you're gonna keep my savings? You're gonna keep my savings by taking it out of my bank account and taking it for yourself. She only had eighty seven dollars in her bank account he because from he took her. all her money. Yeah, what a scumbag! Hmm. And then, hmm. Troy. Troy ended up, I guess, being the what she needed to heal from Mike. They, my mm-hmm. her might get divorced, and she starts working out with Troy. You know, he asks her out on a date, and she doesn't believe it's a date. She thinks he's just being friendly, and he tells her it's a date, and I want you. And he gives her a kiss in front of everybody. <laughs> mm-hmm. And then they end up, you know, married. You know what I know? Talk about the bit at the restaurant though that you picked up on about the fact that he was like, you know, um. He doesn't want to hear it anymore. Her, 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 her doubt in herself, her, her self doubt. He doesn't want to hear that anymore. Oh yeah, because she said I, something. Oh like yeah, that. she was. She kept every time he he asked her to come to the gym with him or something, and she actually worked out with him. And she was just complaining about oh she's fat. She like every time people see her, she just always says she's fat. And she said the reason why she did it was to beat because Mike jump always ahead did of it. the insults. Yeah, yeah, to get ahead of the insults because Mike always made sure to point it out. And you know, she was saying she's fat to him, and Troy was kind of like, you know, then do something about it. And that's my motto if you're not happy with something, you know, like you feel like you need to lose weight, I don't want to hear you telling me 68 times a day, I feel fat, I feel ugly, do something about it. You feel ugly, try a different skincare or do your eyebrows, or start, I don't know, taking care of yourself more, you feel fat, get to the gym, start running, start walking more, just, I just don't want to hear it, because at this point, you just become, you're just, you're okay, you're okay with your own unhappiness, because I just feel like it's just wrong, it's, I feel like it's almost unfair to, like, constantly just tell me about, ah, to just speak about, I don't know, it's unfair to you, for you to show me your insecurities. I feel like insecurities, we all have them, but continuously burdening me with, I'm fat, I'm ugly. I mean, oh, you're not, you're not. And how many times can I reassure you, you know, 
because if if you're disagreeing with me every single time you're never going to agree with me like i'm i can't give you the validation you need you have to get the validation from yourself and i and i just i'm glad mm. that Victoria pointed that out to her i said she was like i'm fat and he was like do something about it then i'm glad he said that because that was probably the per- first person that ever said it you know in that way Whereas, you know, her, mm. her ex, Michael's just like, oh, you're so fat, bro. If you used to lose 20 pounds, da, 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 50 pounds, you were to be with me, da, da, da. Whereas he was and more think, like... And deep, deep he, worked, he worked out with her. Yeah. yeah. he Troy worked out with he her. her. He too. was accountable to her. He, he encouraged her. Beautiful. Yeah. And that's mm. what gave her strength and confidence to go for it. And then fast forward, mm. they get married. I don't even know when they got married. But you know what I noticed... So I remember, oh, I was just thinking about how, you know, I found it weird that in this, in the whole moment part, while she wasn't married, you know, when she got divorced, not once did her friends see her. And it made me think about that same elitist, you know, married couple-ish thing and how only married people can hang with us type of thing. And it's like the person mm. that need if you can travel, you know, miles to come and see her at her university, what's her name? Um, Patricia. Patricia. If the two girls can travel miles to come and see Patricia at her university, you know, you can travel to come and check on, um, what's her name? Sheila. Sheila. They're really bad friends. You know, I'm seeing they are. And it made me think about how, you know, a lot of black women kind of idolize marriage and they kind of wield it as a weapon and as a, it's like a, a badge of honor. Like I'm married, I'm a wife. You know, they love that label because, you know, society holds them into a higher esteem when a woman has got a man, you know, attached to her. And because, you know, Sheila didn't have a man attached to her, it's almost like her friends only called her once, you know, and it is like, I didn't like how her, her girls weren't really there for her, you know, in that. How can you get a whole married and your girls not know? Clearly, they weren't, and they weren't even The fact that they weren't even invited. Clearly, they weren't The fact that, that they weren't even invited. Clearly, yeah. they weren't that close. They were college friends, though. So, That's true. And I do, yeah. So I, I think, yeah, it's true. And you know what I like about Sheila and, and Troy is that they're separate from the group. Yeah. and their issues and their problems and if anything they are the healthiest couple yeah i would say so. in the whole film <laughs> in the entire film and troy as well he's very separate from the men yeah and i see I'm that i don't want him to yeah. be with the men because the men are trash exactly. i don't like how they how they encourage each other to be do bad things they mm-hmm. encourage each other to cheat like wow like imagine if the guys heard that the women were encouraging each other to cheat would they ever want them to hang out again yeah they wouldn't and the fact that you're okay doing that, no, that's just bad vibes to me. Let's talk about when, um, what's it called? Sheila shows up. Um, I mean, she looked good. She did look good, but I, I wasn't happy. Yeah. Um, I wasn't happy with the outfit. Yeah, I wasn't happy. They they aged the her. Wig. The wig. And no, like who's who is the stylist on the team? I don't know if they had it's black women there. Her. She's the stylist for the new fit. Mm. but they aged her they made her look old like all the other women looked youthful and 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 sexy and and stuff when they made her look like she looks amazing of course but made they didn't mm, i didn't like the styling of her and that is strategic by the way that's a very strategic move by the directors or the creative director but anyway we move um and um what was it what was it that i was gonna say Oh yeah, when when who does she see first? She sees Trina in the bathroom, and I love her little nice nasty, you know, <laughs> response to her. She's like, you know, I thought of of, of seeing you again, how I feel, and I just I just want to pray for you. <laughs> I, I just I just feel to pray for you, you know. If you're Christian, um, you know that that does not mean I'm going to pray for you. It means burn in hell, rotten ah, cow. No, 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 no. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> That's what it means, you know. That's what it means. No, to you, darling, you shouldn't be saying that. that, Well, that's what. No, I'm not. That's why they don't say it. That's why I say I'm. I'm gonna pray for you, girl. I'm gonna actually pray for you. I'm I'm gonna speak to God. I'm gonna pray for you. I'm I'm gonna consult God with for you, girl. Don't worry. I'm 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 gonna pray for you. Your behalf, you know. That that pity though, and obviously. um, it means it yeah, means it means you need prayer, as in you ain't got my Jesus the way I've got my Jesus. That's true. And if you ain't got my Jesus the way I've got my Jesus, where are you going? Uh, 
you're going down, down, down. And then she was like, she was like, but don't tempt me. Yeah. <laughs> she's like, she's like, I, I pray for you, but I still whoop your ass. <laughs> yeah, don't, don't tempt God, me. And I could care like, less about Trina. Like, I just don't care. Like, mm-hmm. be a mistress over there. I don't care. Like, she's just not got personality. She's just there. She's just a fine piece of ass. That's it. And I think my favorite part of the entire movie was when Mike saw Sheila for the first time and saw that she lost the weight, the weight he's been bullying her to lose, to lose. Um, and when he sees her, he's kind of like, oh, wow. And he realizes what he lost. And when he confronts Even Troy, before that, though, Esther, he was like, you know, you know, when he was in the bar with the rest of the guys, he was like, you know, Trina don't cook, she don't clean, she don't, she don't. It was do only complaining dish, about you know? his mistress. Shut your dirty mouth up. You wanted her, so go have her. I ain't got mm. time for that. She just and used then, like, my bank account. Yeah, that's what he said. And he had audacity when he was in front of Troy and the boys. He tried to like, you know, kind of like poo on Sheila again by being like. You know, oh, yeah, my ex gastric bypass surgery. Yeah. That I've been telling her to get. And it was just like, wow, this guy's horrible. Mm. It's anything. And then he to... whis- he whispers to her that you know, I'm still your first, and <laughs> I'm still no, your and first. She's like, oh my god, you think I was your first? You're my first. Oh. Mm. <laughs> so Aka, cute. you think you were my first, but you weren't. <laughs> But yeah, um, that's all the couples. Honestly, I'm drained. I'm so drained from going through that. I like that. the movie. I I really don't. And I'd like really? if we're less, what would you rate the movie? If I'd Angela, give... if Angela and Marcus weren't in the movie, I'd rate it too. But because they're in it, mm, I rate it seven. A no, seven. I don't know. I I I I give the movie. Uh, I was gonna say minus two. But okay, I'll give me... Angela and Marcus an eight because of the the comedy. They're funny. Um, the mm. movie without them is definitely a two. Um, but the, I feel like they make it worthwhile. Even with them, because Steve, they make it worthwhile. Is, even and no, not for me. me but too. I'd give this movie a two because of how it presents marriage and how it oh, yeah. presents black relationships yeah and how how tyler perry it's almost like he got all the stereotypes of black people and it's like he ticks oh we need this we need this stereotype what's and we need this stereotype, stereotype oh, and yeah. we need this stereotype and we need this stereotype and that's how we make i just I, his films are so damaging i don't find them entertaining um to watch because i'm just like you know, you know what? Once, once or twice. If it's if it's once or twice, maybe I guess. But I don't like watching films like this. Is why I give it a two, and that's the lowest rating I've given any film we've watched. Really? And I've given I, I, minus for which <laughs> no, for but we watched movies. and and we were reviewed together. Yeah, well, I don't know. And we've read together, and, and I think that um, at least with. The other movies that we've watched b- before, I can find something positive. Can you um, in the film, like Malcolm and Marie, the cinematography for that, oh, yeah. for waiting to excel, the sisterhood for that, poetic oh. justice, the outfits, all of that. No, for no, this, I no, find I absolutely nothing. <laughs> absolutely nothing that I can say. I like this. I didn't like anything, and which is why even two is too generous. That's my that's my final answer. <laughs> Wow. What about you? I was, I already said two mm. because the relationships were dead. Mm. <laughs> I mean, I would say dead. I would say dead as in like unhealthy dead. They weren't yeah. healthy, but they were trying to pretend that they were healthy. They didn't really get to their root problems. We didn't really get to know them properly. You know, um, I think because it was so many characters and we were trying to get to know all of them, but it was like they didn't spend enough time, you know, get into the core of each of what of them we just kind of had to guess mm-hmm. you know um but i feel like angela and marcus you know they made the show worth watching so if if you're in in it for some for a good laugh then you can watch it for them but don't be watching this thinking that these couples are good our goals don't, don't do that are anything to admire anything to you know think oh i wish i my marriage could be like don't do that uh, you should mm. see it as a cautionary tale that this is something you should not take in a relationship. Mm. This is something you should not accept in a relationship. 
this is a cautionary this is a cautionary tale that you should see as I'm gonna make sure that I don't get a relationship where a person treats me like this where a person treats me like that where a person treats me like that you should see it like that Mm. Yeah, for me, the, uh, I was going to say, the reason why it's two and not, like, minus is because of Sheila and Troy. Yeah. Um, I think she deserved that healthy relationship. She deserved that at the end. And, I, I'm, you know, I guess I'm out of every, all the movie, I'm glad that she was given that that healthy relationship. So, which is why it's two and not minus two. Mm. But, yeah, thank I like you Sheila. so much. Oh. <laughs> I like Sheila and Marcus, even though they were so, you know, they were just so Angela, Angela and, and Marcus. And it was just too funny to Angela watch. Angela, darling. Oh, sorry, Angela and Marcus. They were just too funny to just watch. So, you know, it was worthwhile for me. So, if you want to mm. laugh, you go ahead and watch it. <laughs> Anyways. Thank you so much, guys, for listening to part one and part two of Why Did I Get Married? If you want to watch it, it's on Netflix. Um, make sure to follow us on at Picking Into It on Instagram. And thank you so much for listening, guys. Stay blessed.